Welcome to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I've changed the name to reflect where God is taking me, and that and that is to uplift, encourage, and minister to the whole body of Christ, not just part. I pray you enjoy this encouraging time in the Lord as I bring the word and bring truth to you and encourage you and pray for you. With much love in Christ, your friend, Suzanne. Thank you again for tuning in. Hi there. Welcome to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I'm Suzanne. I'm your host, and I'm blessed to be here. We are finishing up um, the Ten Commandments. I was looking at the Ten Commandments, and we are finishing them up. And... Um, so anyways, we're in Exodus chapter 20, looking at the Ten Commandments, and we're looking at uh, verse 16, 15 and 16, which I'll also read 17. But um, anyways, I welcome you here to this podcast. I hope you are blessed. I hope that God reveals... Um, some things to you through this podcast and um, be encouraged to keep moving on and um, seeking his face and doing your own study and um, anyways let's pray thank you lord for this podcast and i pray father that you continue to guide um, guide your servant to know what to study and what to share. And we thank you for your word that is truth. We thank you that your Holy Spirit will teach us all things. We thank you that through your word we understand who you are and what you expect from us. Thank you, Father, uh, for sending your Son Lord, this is a time where we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And so I come um, saying thank you for sending your son. That we might have life and have it more abundantly. So Lord, we just thank you um, that you're opening our eyes to see and opening our ears to hear. Help us to write your word upon our heart that we might meditate on it. And we thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. So, Father, <clears throat> as we discuss um, Exodus and your Ten Commandments, just reveal them to us, Father. So, the Ten Commandments are pretty basic and... Um, We've already been through all the others, and they've been pretty revealing. And now we're looking at um, 
verse 15 and 16, it says, Do not steal. And then 16 says, Do not give false testimony against your neighbor, meaning don't lie. And then verse 17, Do not covet your neighbor's house. Do not covet your neighbor's wife, his male or female servant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. So I didn't really do a study on that part, but these three kind of go hand in hand, the stealing and the false testimony and the coveting. So stealing, you know, you think about it, stealing comes from covet. When we covet, we want something, we want something so bad that, um, you know, we're willing to steal for it. And along with the stealing comes lying. So, I mean, it's just all a group thing. And these are things that, you know, we've seen over time in people that, you know, have, well, I was raised, um, my dad was a cop. And so he saw these kind of things, but, you know, he didn't share with us all the time, those kind of things. But me and my siblings have always been kind of interested in law type programs where it examines the mind of a thief or a murderer or whatever. And so um, trying to understand how a person could do, you know, the things they do without any regard to anyone else around them. They're a whole different breed of people, and I'm not saying they were born that way. Some could be genetic. Some could be taught. Some could be raised in that environment where that's all they knew. And um, But, you know, after a while of being in, you know, where you've been a, um, stealing and lying and and cheating, you don't see anything wrong with it. It's a way of life. And, um, and that's where in the scripture it says, God left them over to the reprobate mind, meaning their mind was so distorted and so gone because what they believed, they believed that the way, what they were doing was okay. And <clears throat> God says that his spirit will only strive with man for so long. And so we pray that his grace extends over ourselves and over our family and those around us. And it's why important. That's why it's so very important for us to pray for one another. Because the more we pray, the more God's grace will extend. You think about when <clears throat> Abraham, was it Abraham? Yes, and Lot. <clears throat> and God was going to destroy you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, or Sodom, and he, you know, he was like, God, what if there are Christians in there? What if there are people in there that, that love you? You know, and he's thinking of Lot and his, <clears throat> and, and Lot's family. And God's like, okay, if you can find, you know, Abraham's like, okay, if we can find this many people, Will you spare it? Spare the town? Well, they couldn't find, in the end, they couldn't find that many people. So God sent in angels 
to get Lot out of there and his family. And he was given strict instructions to come out of there. And as they were whisked away, they were told not to look back. Well, you know, imagine how many times we might have turned to pillars of salt if we, you know, at the times that we've looked back at our past. When God has rescued us from that fiery pit, that 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 part of us that God wants to destroy, that God wants to tear down the walls and just destroy that area, and we've looked back. How many times would you say you've become a pillar of salt because we've looked back? God doesn't expect us to look back. He expects us to look forward and move forward. Who I don't know where that came from. Anyways, let's look at the definition of <clears throat> of a lie. Um, it's an untruth. It's inaccurate statement that may or may not be um, believed as <clears throat> believed as true by the person who is giving the inaccurate. Um, information. So anyways, let's look at Matthew chapter 5. Ooh, that was a good word for someone. Do not look back. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Matthew 5, verse 33 through 37. And actually reading this, it, the little, you know, they have the little titles over the little sections. This one says, tell the truth. Um, Matthew five thirty three. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you must not break your, your oath, that you must keep your oaths to the Lord. But I tell you, don't take an oath at all, either by heaven, because it is God's throne, or by the earth, because it is his footstool or by Jerusalem, because it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, because you cannot make a single hair white or black. But let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. Ooh, that's powerful. <clears throat> so when we give a vague answer, you need to, to think about, oh... Is this of God? Because it says anything more than this is from the evil one. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Make yourself clear. You're either for him or you're against him. So <clears throat> under the, prop the, the verse about do not steal, that is to take property of another wrongfully and to and especially as a habitual or regular practice. And so I was just sharing with you about a habit when we're used to being in that environment. That's why, you know, when God rescues us out of something, he teaches us his way. Holy Spirit comes and teaches us, you know, the way of God and how we are to act honorably. And, oh, I want to mention... You must not break your oath, but you must keep your oaths to the Lord. So when we make an oath, which is a promise. So if you go in with the intention to, oh, you know what? I'm going to 
start this, but then I'm not going to finish it. And so that in your heart is, you know, making, um, making and breaking an oath. And so be careful with your words, be careful to, um, you know, if someone says to you, Hey dude, we need volunteers for, um, for children's church and it's on such and such a day, but you really can't, you know, you don't have the wiggle room to, um, to make it and, but you volunteer anyways. And, um, to me, that's breaking, uh, an oath. We worked with, so we were in ministry at a church and, um, it was a coffee time in between services and Jeff and I were in charge of that and in charge of, you know, volunteers. And although we extended grace to the volunteers who, who said, yes, um, you know, we want to volunteer, but then they got discouraged or they left the church or, you know, they just stopped showing up. And the next thing we knew, Jeff and I had been really the only volunteers. It was hard to keep volunteers when the Bible says that you keep an oath, you keep a promise. So when you make a promise, make sure you keep it because then it turns into, you, you know, you basically lied. And, and God is a God of his promises and he expects us to keep a covenant or a promise and um, I can say so many things about different things, but that was just kind of a little example of what I think um, is being said here. <clears throat> and then the whole stealing, the stealing is, um, you know, years ago we thought of stealing as physical property, but nowadays there you know, I'm in college and I'm in Bible college. And one big thing when you're writing a paper is that you give credit where credit is due. Otherwise it's deemed as stealing. And so if somebody has an idea and you steal that idea, it's still, you know, it's still regarded as stealing. If somebody says something and you quote them, but you don't give credit to them, you're stealing. And they call that plagiarism. You're copying somebody else's work without their permission. And that has no integrity whatsoever. If you want to keep integrity and you want to keep honor, then, you know, even um, I had a situation. It just shocked me. I'm a photographer as well, and I've posted my pictures um, online and <clears throat> I'm careful now to post my pictures because I've had even Christians just copy and paste my pictures and use them with a saying or whatever, but I never received, Hey, can I have permission to use, you know, this? And it kind of shocked me because it was Christians. Now I've had people who aren't like devote devoted to going to church i don't know their relationship with the lord but i've gotten where they're like dude that's so cool can i use this and see they're at least they're giving they're asking permission it's called honor and and it's called keeping you know uh, uh, an oath so if they 
you know, if they use it, at least they're giving credit to who made the picture. And um, I don't know, I just had to throw that out there that that is deemed as stealing as well. So it's not just physical property, which we have a lot of theft going on since the riots and since pandemic. Um, we see in a lot of the major cities, the big metro metropolitan type cities, um, where people are just, in fact, just recently, I saw a little, a uh, little short article on, it was a group of 30 people who went into a high-end um, store, I don't remember what store, it was it Saks, I think it was Saks, and they went in there and they had giant um, those black um, garbage bags and they were just filling them full of product and then they all ran out the door. I mean, wearing masks. And so we're, we're in a very, um, how do you say it, people? <clears throat> we're in a time. This is, this is all a, you know, prophetic time where Jesus warned us that, you know, this would be the beginning of of the you know right before he comes again and um people are celebrating sin and celebrating witchcraft and celebrating um the death of of children and and celebrating sodomy and 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 it's all just blatantly in our face and it's okay because it's called inclusion and it's all blatant against the word of god and so, anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. We are going to look at um, Zechariah 5. Give me a second. I don't have tabs in my Bible. Waiting for them. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 3. Then he said to me, this is the curse that is going out over the whole land for everyone who is a thief, contrary to what is written on one side, has gone unpunished. And everyone who swears falsely, contrary to what is written on the other side, has gone unpunished. Now this one, Zechariah, this is... Um, the title above this paragraph says six vision flying scroll and i have it whole you know whole highlighted <clears throat> so anyways there's that about stealing and being a thief and a liar first timothy What's interesting is in the Ten Commandments, those are the ten words that, ten things that, you know, Jesus is like, you obey the commandments. Also, in the New Testament, it talks about, it lists the things 
Um, it lists the people who do these things who will not even see heaven. And all of these in the Ten Commandments are what is listed. Those who... So you look at so the Old Testament and the New Testament, they go hand in hand. And they complement each other and they intertwine and work with each other. And <clears throat> so we're in 1 Timothy 1, 8 through 11. But we know that the law is good, provided one uses it legitimately. We know that the law is not meant for a righteous person, but for the lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinful, for the unholy and the irreverent. For those who kill their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexually immoral and homosexuals, for slave traders, liars, perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound teaching. Didn't I just say that? Whatever is contrary, whatever is it goes against the word is what is listed here. Let's look at Matthew 24. Matthew 24. Um, starting at verse 12. Thank you, Lord. your word. Thank you, Father. Verse 12. <clears throat> because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. <clears throat> so this was when Jesus was so the disciples had said to us tell us when will these things happen that's in verse three and what is the sign of your coming and the end of the age and jesus replied to them watch out that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying i am the messiah and they will deceive many you are going to hear of wars rumors of wars see that you are not alarmed because these things must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these events are the beginning of labor pains. Then they will hand you over <clears throat> to be persecuted and they will kill you. And you will be hated by all the nations because of my name. Then many will fall away, betray one another, and hate one another. <clears throat> many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. This good news of the kingdom will be proclaimed in all the world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> and finally what I'm going to share with you now is 
when we look up the word lie and we see the, the that the um, synonyms one of them is deception or to deceive and we just heard that in these verses here so we're going to look at John chapter 8 so if warnings you know don't encourage us to um follow the word and to do as Jesus has asked us to do this one should motivate us we're in John chapter 8 verse 44 you are of your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desires he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him when he tells a lie he speaks from his own nature because he is a liar and the father of lies now jesus is talking about obviously satan so when we lie when we cheat when we um, bear false witness who are we partnering with we are partnering with the father of lies we are not partnering with the kingdom we are we are not partnering with god we are not partnering with the holy spirit we are not partnering with jesus we are partnering with the kingdom of darkness and the father of lies jesus said it here right here in verse 44 because he is a liar and the father of lies. When we think about all the things the enemy has done to get us to stumble, to get us to, you know, stop doing and furthering the kingdom, to keep us from praying, to keep us from worshiping, to keep us from um, reading the Bible, to keep us from <clears throat> encouraging another person or to pray for another person. The things that he has done, it's all been deception. It's all been to deceive us, to make us believe a lie and to partner with that. So when you look at the Ten Commandments and it says, do not lie or bear false witness against your neighbor. The first thing you should think of is if I were to bear false witness, to tell a little white lie, to um, leave out some facts, to lead them to believe, you know, allow them to come up with their own and not correct them. That's a lie. When we are deceptive in that way, we are partnering with the enemy and the father of lies. Father, we thank you for your truth. We thank you right now that we are learning not to partner with the father of lies, but to partner with heaven, but to partner with your Holy Spirit that will bring us into all truth and will set us free. For whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. And I speak freedom over the people right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for these Ten Commandments, for these things that you give to us that we can live by, that we can watch out for. We just thank you, Father, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and that you're bringing truth into our life, you're bringing light into our life, that we might walk upright 
and you're guiding our feet into the paths of righteousness. You lead us with your righteous right hand. You will never leave us nor forsake us. And remember, we can always do everything because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So get the word in you. And then your desires will turn towards heaven and not towards hell. And we thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I pray the Lord keep you and the Lord guide you. Make his face shine upon you as he goes before you, as he surrounds you, as he provides for you, as he is faithful. We thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We bless the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.